Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of The Social Dilemma, it's Theory, and today I'm here with a very special guest and one of my closest friends, Tanaya, to talk to us about three very important topics that we deal with in our day-to-day lives, social media, mental health, and racism. Hi Tanaya, I'm so excited to have you on here with us today. Yeah, thank you for having me, it's wonderful to be here, great intro Siri, I love that. Um, I'm really looking forward to talking about these topics with you as well. Yeah, of course, for sure. Um, let's, so let's jump into our first topic, social media. So first of all, what is your opinion on social media and how do you think it affects you and the people that use it? Okay, that is a very difficult question because social media is different for different people, right? I mean, I guess if you're asking me, like my opinion on social media, um, it kind of depends on what social media you're talking about. I think um, if you're thinking of like, uh, like probably the first thing people think about is Instagram, right? If you're talking about Instagram, like personally, I kind of don't like Instagram because I feel like when I first got it, when which was like in um, uh, middle school around like eighth grade, I felt like kind of pressure to get that kind of, you know, to get social media because I didn't really want it in the first place. But at the same time, I was kind of excited, you know, mm-hmm. but, you know, my mind kind of just got sucked into like how many followers you have and how many people are following you and like, I don't know, in a way, kind of just, like, keeping records on, like, other people and seeing how many people are following them, and it kind of really got to my head, you know? It was, like, it was kind of hard to have that kind of, you know, platform. I even downloaded, like, some app just to track how many people are following me and who unfollows me, and it was, yeah, yeah, like, I don't know, even, now I'm, like, I'm, like, looking back, and I'm kind of just, like, why did I waste my time doing that? But, you know, it just affected me so much. I don't know why, but... I feel like um, in reality, social media is kind of what you make out of it. You know, if you want to use social media just to look at like dog posts or like I know plenty of people who just use social media and Instagram particularly just to find dog memes and like send it to like every person they know. And like or if you want to just catch up on like what your friends are doing, you know, it's nice. But I feel like it's easy for some things in social media, especially if you're new to it. Um, to like get into your head just some of like these principles and you know particularly like that thing that happened to me it really you know it really got into my head it made me start to like warp how real like it made me kind of start to like warp um reality in a way to like everything just revolving around like why these people just decided to unfollow me when in reality it's it's not like that (laughs) that's so dumb right Mm -hmm. so yeah I feel like there's a lot of potential for social media to be you know, harmful for you, especially if, you know, you're like that. And, um, but there's also, you know, there's a good aspect. But um, another thing about social media is that I'm sure you guys know, like, your name of this, like, entire podcast, this organization is called The Social Dilemma. And there's, (laughs) there's a Netflix documentary, exactly the same name. It's called The Social Dilemma. And I watched this documentary pretty recently. And it kind of sheds light on a lot of, you know, a lot of things that social media has been doing to us as a society, as, you know, a human race, actually, it's been affecting all of us. And it's been kind of portraying or projecting this kind of notion of, you know, how people should kind of decide what kind of opinions they have, like what they um, should think and what they should do, what they should act. And so, okay, basically when you use social media, the out what the AI does is that they kind of track like what 
from what demographic you're in and like what area you live in and um that's the same thing what am i saying but like um you know basically your demographic and like they track those things and they track like who you are like where you come from what your ethnicity what your age is what you know all these things and they kind of try to attain some kind of profile of you and based on that profile they try to you know guess like what will try to make you stay on screen the longest so they will put like ads or they will put like information that when you search things up you know people who search things up in different places will see different things in the google search bar they will and um when they you know what we've all experienced that like we always like put something into google and then the next thing you know it's like popping up everywhere yeah that and also like the thing about that is that you know when a lot of people turn to like google and like to all these social media apps just to you know find like facts things that they can trust and yet the thing about these facts is that you know it's all everything that's put out there are put out by people it's it's all technically like a person's opinion in a way it's very rare to come across something that's like you know actual facts something that's historically true something that's like just something that's a fact and because of that it's caused people not only to believe the things that they see but also to not trust anything that they can see they don't a lot of people you know decide to think that nothing is real <laughs> that nothing is actual fact and that's a problem right if no one thinks that anything is a, like, like an actual fact then there's nothing we can agree on and so in that kind of sense the algorithm or the ai kind of just projects all of these like quote-unquote facts to you in order for you to you know what they think will get you to stay on screen the most which is essentially what they think you will want to see so basically going on like online on social media and all these things all these websites it's just reinforcing what you want to see and in that kind of you know in that kind of sense it's kind of just telling you what you want and you're you're believing it because you think that it's real and it's because these websites are telling you and because that's happening right people tend to you know especially politically like people kind of think like a lot of people from like i guess left wing kind of say like oh like you know these conservative conservative people are like really um dumb because they don't you know everything that's going on is going on on the like you can see it every every all the news is everywhere like they're so dumb how can they not see it like they they're so ignorant and then the conservatives are going to be like all these left people are like such like rowdy people i don't even know what they say <laughs> they're all like crazy they're all anarchists because they don't see what's going on in our country like this is this is all all over the news it's all over the web like how can they not see and so it, it kind of causes this polarization it does it does it causes extreme polarization it kind of forces people to choose one side or the other when you know uh it does it forces people to do that and so it's it's breaking us apart as a society that's why i feel like social media it's i don't know ever since i got on social media it just it just feels bad to have it i don't even like looking at my phone like i hate i hate looking at my phone because it makes me feel like i'm addicted like my eyes hurt <laughs> yeah it does right it hurts and it, it hurts you like it hurts my brain like i don't like it <laughs> so all these companies they make it addicting like on purpose so you can spend more hours on it and like a lot of people spend like hours together on it and that's their goal because they want money so they want to make it more yeah. That's the business model, right? Yeah, it's so unethical. And I feel like these companies, they have, you know, laws to stop them from doing that. But like, 
you know, the they find loopholes, you know, to get around it. I mean, even in India, like the thing with ha- what with what happened with WhatsApp, you know, it was taken down, and all mm-hmm. these people were like, uh, like not downloading it anymore, and they're yeah. downloading some freaking other thing yeah. that now we're gonna all have to go <laughs> make accounts on so we can talk to our aunties. But you know, um, yeah, yeah, I think like social media. Honestly, I find it like a really dangerous thing, but in a way, it's one of the only things that connects us together. But I, I honestly, I don't really like social media because um, I just find it like kind of a platform where people can just, just kind of go and like, it's almost as if people think that whatever they say on social media isn't as harmful as it is in real life because, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. social media, it, it's just the fact that it's kind of all up to your interpretation, kind of, it kind of just allows people to, you know, use it any way they want. And I feel like that's bad because there should be rules. There should be regulations. And people who read stuff on social media versus if it happened in real life, I mean, they're going to feel the same kind of pain, the same kind of emotions they would feel if it was in real life. So honestly, I feel like social media is not good for our generation, especially. And it's not good for a lot of people. But there are a lot of things that you can get out of social media that you can't get anywhere else. So coming off of what you said, you said that a lot of people don't know how to use social media in the right way. Like you said that a lot of people misuse it and they use it for like negative things. So what would you say to them to use social media in a positive light, in a positive way? What's the most important thing for them to do to use it in a positive way? Well, to those people, I would say social media at this point is almost basically a reality. It's a reality to so many people. And unfortunately, you know, that's just the way things are. I mean, really think about that. It's reality. It's more than reality to so many people. You know, if you're gonna use it, are you gonna, are, do you really wish these people like all those negative things? Do you truly wish that? Do you truly want these people to look at that and think that, you know, this is what you think of them. This is what, you know, what other people think of them too. And, you know, you have to understand that whatever you put on social media, it might, it might proliferate. People might follow in your footsteps because the thing is on social media, no one really knows who you are. So there could be people who have so much like lack of experience with social media, lack of like social experience in general, who don't know what, you know, they should be doing, what they should be saying online. And so they're going to look at what you write and they're going to think that, oh, maybe this is how things work here. And you know, that one thing could, you know, cause so much of an issue. Because it's social media, things, you know, spread so fast and things influence people so quickly. It's just, you have to really be careful what you say and you have to understand the consequences of what you're doing to other people. So, you know, if you want to say something on like on social media, go ahead, but that's going to reflect on you and that's going to reflect on like everything going to happen on social media. Like it's just going to you know, you have to understand that what you do does is important, no matter what you say. No sure. matter what you do. Yeah. Yeah. I just like what you truly mean. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people kind of look at you as a person in a way more on how you kind of are projected in social media, I feel like, than in yeah. person. A lot of times, yeah. So what you do on social media in a way, and not in a way, actually it kind of does, um, reflects on you like entirely almost to a lot of other people because people don't really know you in real life sometimes people don't know you at all so yeah. what you put out there it's gonna be what people think of you and so yeah it's just one thing 
Yeah, and a lot of people, they don't, like, show, like, everything that they do on social media, but if a lot of the times people are like, oh, like, that person doesn't have anything on their social media, oh, they must be such a boring person, like, that's not the case, like, everyone has their own life, and it's up to them if they want to project that on social media or not. That doesn't mean, like, just because they don't have an elaborate feed or elaborate highlights or stories doesn't mean that they don't have a life. It's just that they don't want to broadcast it to everyone. Honestly, like, people who think that are probably just, like, <laughs> I wouldn't bother myself. <laughs> yeah. Like, they're, they're just, like, this. Okay, moving on to our next topic, which is mental health. Um, So how can we help peers or friends that are struggling with their mental health right now, like, during quarantine? Because we're all at home and we, we don't see each other in person. And we've just been yeah. at home for like eight, oh, it's almost been like what, like nine months, like a, I think 10 months now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah, a year. So what would you like to so say bad. to people, um, like friends or family that are struggling with their mental health? And what is a way that we can help them? Okay. Friends and family struggling with mental health, huh? Honestly, the first thing I would think about is just know your friend. Like, you know, if this person is someone who really likes talking to people or if this if this person is someone who really likes being alone, you know, you should try to understand them in a way. Because if, you know, if, for example, your friend really likes being alone all the time or, like, really likes being by themselves, you know, I wouldn't continuously try to, like, talk to them or try to, you know, make them feel better. But I would, you know kind of check up on them now and then and be like, how are you doing? Are you enjoying the time alone? Are you having fun on your, you know? And if this person is someone who really likes, you know, talking to people, really likes going out and likes um, all of these, like, you know, just being fun and having, you know, time with their friends. I mean, during these times, those kinds of people are probably struggling the most, you know, because they depend on other people to like, in a way, enjoy their life and to just have memories, like just have a memorable time and, being on your own at that, at that kind of, you know, stage is really, really hard. So, you know, if I, I feel like if you honestly truly care about someone like that, you should really just do your best to try to make them feel um, like they're not alone. And I think that's really important. And actually, um, I've had a friend that I've been talking to recently um, who I think was struggling a lot during quarantine. And um, with her, like, basically – she was just really upset and she has so many misconceptions about like herself, like how the way she was projected in society. And I think it's because of all this time she's been spending on her own. She's kind of been like alone, basically with like stuck with her own thoughts and stuck pondering, like, you know, how, like, I don't know. I feel like when you're stuck with your own thoughts, you kind of cause yourself to have so many misconceptions and take a lot of things that you think as fact. I think that it's really important for all of you people who are struggling to know that your thoughts don't make you who you are. Your actions don't make you who you are either. Your past doesn't make you who you are. That is not you. You are the person who is observing all of those things. Your personality doesn't make you who you are either. So please don't think that, you know, all these things that are happening in your life, all like the way that you're projected, the way that people tend to look at you or the way that mostly is probably the way that you think other people look at you and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's it's not you, you know? It's it's really it's really not who you are and those people don't even know you. They don't know you. Only you know who you are. Exactly. And it's also I think important to know that you know other people yeah, other people don't make you who you are. You make you who you are. And 
I know that all of you are so strong. You are better than this. You can overcome it. I believe in you. And honestly, like, you guys heard my name. If any of you have trouble, I am like, I, or if any of you want to talk to someone, like, I am always here. Like, literally just DM me. I, I will literally reply to you and I'll be like, yo, let's be like best friends. Like, like, let's go. Like, I don't care who you are. Even if, yeah, I don't hate anyone. So if you know me and you want to talk and you don't know who to talk to, I am here. Yeah. To add on to what you said, I also think that only you know who you truly are. Like, don't let other people define you. Like, you know what you are. Like, like honestly, anyone who tries to make you feel like you're, you know, like, not worth something or, like, are lower in a sense, honestly, like, those people are probably just, like, insecure or, like, jealous of you in some way. Because otherwise, why would they do that? <laughs> you know, you're probably so awesome that they're just like, oh, you, you're too awesome. I'm going to be outshined by you. Like, I, I have to, I have to try to block you in some way. Like, just, like, don't cut, don't take that. And honestly, if you, if that happens to you, you know, take it in, like, a good way. Just be like, oh, this is how you think of me? Oh, my God, thank you. Like, okay, I don't know. But, like, yeah, yeah. And and those people, yeah. those people aren't with you the late nights that you're up struggling. Those people aren't, don't, they don't know, your, like, how much you've struggled. Yeah, they people, aren't with you when you're struggling. They don't know your struggles. They don't know anything about you. And they're just judging you based on what they see. But they're not there when you're, like, like up late nights like studying or like struggling with something they don't know your struggles how can they judge you if they don't know everything about you yeah and also the thing is like those people honestly people who do that it's either one of two things either one they know how like they haven't truly understood the kind of struggle that you've been through and that's why they're kind of trivializing like what they think is happening to you that's one or two they know what kind of struggle that's going on um but they're just kind of ignorant as to like what its magnitude is, like how it affects you. And, you know, they don't really understand how it happens to like other people. Um, or actually there's a third option. Um, yeah, or it could be like these people know what you're going through, but they weren't able to overcome it the way you did. Or they're not strong enough to be able to try to overcome it the way that you're trying to overcome it. So what they're doing is that, you know, they they feel like jealous in a way. They feel scared. So what they're going to do is that they're going to try to bring you down so that they don't feel like they're, they, they haven't failed themselves in a way. That's what people think. Yeah. Okay, Um. one more thing. Um, I know how it feels right now. It feels like quarantine is literally gonna like last forever. I I understand. It's really hard to like keep you know your hopes up to um, like to just know that there's something better in the future for us for all of us, right? I know it's hard, and um, it's especially hard when you know you're stuck at home and like you have nothing to do. Literally every day, it just feels like the same, and it feels like yeah. a year has just flown by. I know it's hard. It's really hard. And I want you guys to know that, you know, whatever good things are happening in your life, you really deserve it. You deserve everything that's happening. Not the bad things, but the good things. But all of these things that are happening, you know, it's happening because you deserve it. Like, personally, to me, a lot of amazing things happened this year that I, I felt like, you know, if almost it kind of almost felt like... Um, you know, the things that were happening, it felt like it was almost like a curse. Like it was just, it was just something that was like horrible happening to me because I was missing out on all these really good things and I couldn't enjoy it because like this year has been bad. Yeah, 
Yeah. There's so many plans. People's plans got canceled. Like there was so many things that we wanted to do last year and this year and all of that got canceled. So it was really hard like to cope with all of that and our mental health at the same time because we're supposed to stay at home and not interact with anyone like like at least in person. Um, yeah. But I think like the way I think the most important to um in this like during these times that you should be working on is your mindset i think that if if you look at it in a in a good way it will be good you know there i feel like there isn't really such thing as being like quote unquote realistic because you know in reality if you're being realistic like whatever your definition or whatever most people's definition of realistic it's kind of just taking a negative point of view of things and you know justifying it as something that is true when you know in reality the truest thing that exists you know the thing that will make the most impact on you and the thing that will be the most true to you and how, and just the most true and the the thing that will actually be a reality to you is what you think like what your mindset what your perspective on things is because i assure you that will be the way that you look at things and that will be your own truth mm-hmm. so I think that's really important. And also, um, um, you know, I like what Siri said, like, and what I said earlier, um, you know, a lot of bad things were happening and I felt like I was missing out. And it wasn't just that, like, to me, I felt like I was missing out on a lot of events that were going on, like, um, especially like in um, a lot of things happened, like some of my like favorite shows that were webtoons became like an actual show. And I've been waiting for these, these things forever, but I felt like I couldn't truly enjoy it because, you know, it was like almost like this year had just ruined it. And, you know, but when I look at it back, like when I look back at it, I feel like a lot of things that all of us really deserve throughout our lives kind of happened in 2020. Like all of these things I've been waiting for, like, and so many other people have been waiting for these webtoons and drama, like, oh, what are they called? Um, like live action dramas to come out and they came out this year and also like personally this was one of like the most you know like vibrant eras of music in like out of all the you know eras we've been like all the personal like personally all of the experiences I ha- I've had with music like I listen to k-pop so <laughs> this is only with k-pop but like um yeah, it was just such a great year for like for those artists. It was so good. And even one of my favorite art actually my favorite artists, um one of the members was supposed to leave at the end of the year, but like they came out and I was dreading it for so long, like literally so so long. I thought my life was going to be over because they've just been there for me all the time and I thought like my life couldn't continue without them. And then they extended the thing, like they extended the contract. So I don't even have to like worry about that happening until like way later. I feel like all these things that have been happening to us throughout, you know, 2020, or at least for me, I felt like it was so bad because I couldn't enjoy it earlier. But now when I look at it, I feel like we deserved all of those things happening and all of those things that happened this year to us. And for most people, it was kind of just a prolonged break for us to just take our minds off of such a past fate like fast-paced life um and just kind of take a break especially for us as juniors you know we're having junior year like at home where we have enough time to like care for ourselves to know to like all these things we have so much time for ourselves and so much time to study and like ca- keep up with work without having to like, go to school that's a huge advantage that we have um online school during junior year i think like that's been 
such a huge help for me because like we can do homework like during breaks and like like because we, we don't have to travel from class to class so we can literally just like do our homework like during lunch or like during break or like whenever we have time in between classes and also we don't have to like travel back and forth from school so like you can start homework immediately after school if you wanted to i mean i don't i don't encourage that i encourage everyone to take breaks in between but yeah like we have a lot of extra work time so i think that's a huge pro to online school yeah i mean actually personally online school has been really hard i feel like it's been worse to me it almost feels like as if half of my high school life has been taken away from me but i feel like in a way we all we should all look at it as if like you know we deserve all the things that have happened to us that haven't been happening to us throughout our lives but have only come to us in 2020 we should we all we all deserve it and you know all of those things that have happened you know i i feel like it's 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 a in a way it's a really good thing that we have so much time for ourselves and we have so much time to just like just un like understand like how um you know life is going to be and like in a way, it's, the fact that time is almost frozen has given us so much time to just think about, like, ourselves and what we want in our lives and what our goals are and what we want. Yeah, okay, that's it. I won't add more. So much yeah, I think you've done a fabulous job in answering all my questions even before I asked them. So good kudos for that. <laughs> um, so what are some tips that you would give for someone who's having like a bad day, like specifically? Like what are some things that you do mm -hmm. when you're having a bad day? Oh, a bad day. Okay. This is gonna go like from zero to hundred real fast. But like <laughs> honestly, my my year has been horrible for me, like this whole year. I think primarily um from the beginning of the year, like even before twenty twenty started, like I think my phone like broke and like some of some of my other devices also broke and like I almost it almost felt like I was isolated from like everyone it's like um because we didn't get that fixed until later because I think during like May-ish from March to May to June even like all the way up to August I was studying <laughs> for like SAT2 which is canceled now but anyway and AP exams earlier right so I didn't you know but being alone for so long it really took a toll on my mental health and um recently i've been getting like some uh professional help right and um the therapist like the person has been telling me like something that i've never thought i would have heard in my whole life because i've always kind of tried to be a really optimistic person even if i don't seem to be optimistic to many people i am i have a really good mindset about many things and um she told me something about my that i've been working on my mindset mainly for this whole year but she told me something that I never thought I would hear. And it's that um, the symptoms that I've been having are, uh, I don't really want to say this out loud, but like, are uh, basically um, the, like, the symptoms that people who have this really common um, uh, condition, really, really common, probably the most common, you know, um, tend to have or do have. And the thing was that those kinds of symptoms or that those things basically like looking at life really negatively, um, not, you know, being able to see like things that you look forward to in the future, feeling like as if nothing that you have no purpose and stuff like that. They were at the highest peak, like points in um, around June, August. So it felt like every day was just. I don't know. I know that most people feel like during quarantine time is like really, you know, 
continues for a long time like it just kind of drags on but for me it felt like time was not there it almost felt like as if time had revealed all of its secrets to me and I already knew what was going to come nothing was like nothing was like truly exciting or anything that I could have looked forward to in a way it was really hard I'd never experienced anything like that ever in my life and honestly I couldn't even remember so many things that have happened in my life because nothing really felt made me feel grounded to the moment and I felt like throughout my whole year everything was just so numb I, I wasn't able to feel feelings I couldn't feel like anything happy or sad or I could only feel worry and guilt because I felt guilty that I was missing out on things that I could have taken advantage of and I felt worried because I felt like maybe this is going to continue for my whole life and I guess to those people who may have be having a bad day um just know that I, I know it's hard to know <laughs> because you know you don't truly know but um it's it is true things will be better for you things are going to get better and you will be okay and i know that you're stronger than you think you are you're going to get through this and just, just understand that you're not alone um so is there anything you do when you're feeling like those emotions that you describe like whether it be anger sadness stress to like take yeah. out in a healthy way yes yes so many things okay I literally have like two pieces of paper that I just write down. I, I let me see. It's in my room. It's called ways to keep mind healthy. I've had that on there since I was like in elementary school, and I have so many things um that I do that just I don't know. I feel like the things that you should do are just, just do things that make you happy. Basically, I I like honestly. Okay, people are probably gonna be like you're not human but I love to run and I love to work out and I love to study and I love to like I hate using my phone and I hate like doing that I love to talk to people like actual people not texting I hate texting and so I hate all these things I'm like a boomer I know okay but um you know I love these things I love doing that and I so I just kind of I don't know I love eating healthy too and so that's amazing oh my god yeah because I mean why not like don't you feel good when you eat like salads I love eating salads. I feel like so good on the inside I feel so good when I run I feel like liberated I feel like oh my god this is so good and then the fact that you have to keep like pushing harder and harder it makes you like almost like you know push yourself to a point where you want to you know um you you feel like you've you've overcome so much I feel like I always want to be the best person I want to be. I feel like whenever you feel upset, yeah, I feel like when you feel upset, just try to understand why you feel upset. That's probably the best thing that you can do. If you know why you feel upset, then just know that, you know, like trying to solve whatever's going to happen, like whatever's happening isn't as hard as you think because it's so much more worth it when you just try to overcome what's happening and you try to solve, you know, what's going on than to just let it grow and let it become something. So like something that's taking up so much of your time, like you're better than that. Don't, don't let that happen to you. So, you know, if, if you're having a bad day, if it's just a bad day, it will, you know, that it's, it's, it's a bad day. And sometimes we all need to feel a little bit like wallowed in our feelings and be like, Oh, I'm so sad. And it's, it's necessary a lot of times. Right. But, you know, we all feel like it's it's going to get better. And if you feel like things aren't going to get better, then um, just try to understand why you feel like that and try to get to the root of that. 
Yeah. I think that's so important to in, understand yourself and understand why you're yes. all these feelings and to know that your feelings are valid is like the most important thing. Yes, it is. Please. Yeah. Don't listen to other people. If people are saying like, you know, you shouldn't be feeling this way. Cause that's so dumb. Like, what do you mean? You can't feel this way. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, so moving on to our next topic, um, racism. Um, so I wanted to talk about like how, like in the Bay area, like we're so diverse and like, there's so many different types of people, but living in the Bay area or actually anywhere, have you ever experienced racism? And if you have, can you provide an instance and what your response to it was? With racism? I feel like, hmm, wait, just give me some time to think. Have I experienced racism? I think it just kind of depends on what your like definition of racism is. Like, um, I think like the most general like definition of racism or the most like accepted definition of racism or the book definition is someone who is trying to like make uh kind of say that your their race is superior to yours but i feel like a lot of people kind of say racism is just like someone who like says a stereotype about your race and like someone who like says that your race is like related to like something and i find that like is that racism? Like, I don't know. It's see, that's, that's kind of what it means. Like, that's kind of what I mean. Like, racism is kind of just what you think, <laughs> what you, whatever you think is racism. But, um, <clears throat> yeah, I feel like, I mean, yeah, there, I feel like personally, since we all are so diverse, I feel like all of our, um, opinions or like all of our notions of like different people kind of come from what we're grown up with, like in a way. Um, I grew up like in America and so my viewpoint of so many people are based on my own experiences but a lot of it comes from like what my parents say as well my parents and I'm sure many other parents have their own fixed mindset of what certain people are like and especially my parents you know they have like their own like definition and they're like oh you shouldn't talk to these people I remember when I was in um, elementary school I was afraid of making friends of of people of certain races because I was afraid of what my parents would think of them and if I was allowed to be their friend. And so um, a lot of people, you know, have parents that are like that, especially since we all come from different places. They all have their own opinions of different people. And that, in a way, can affect the way we think. So I feel like um, when I'm looking at these questions, it's saying, like, you know, if you think racism comes from people who are white saying that some people are like (laughs) inferior but it's so much it's definitely not just that i mean it's i I feel like it's definitely not even that in a way because i just feel like racism is everywhere in a sense um people just think different things about different people and in a way everyone kind of has pride for their own race and i don't know it's hard because that line is kind of blurry what you think is racism and what isn't racism and (laughs) but i feel like racism in these days um, especially in our generation is very inward it's like i feel like um it's very inward and psychological so coming off of that point you how can we ensure that the current generation understands about racism and many because many people of previous generations are i'm really sad to say this but are racist so what do you think is like the most important thing for the current generation to understand about racism i think they have to understand that racism isn't always what you think is racism like on the media people just say that racism is about like oh these people are saying like uh like black lives don't matter and like 
yeah, that is racism. But that's like a really extreme point of racism. Racism can be so many different things. It can be like there's inward racism, especially if you grow up here. Like um, people who grow up in America tend to think that, you know, they themselves are like inferior to some people because they're not like white or they feel like things are unfair because they didn't grow up in a household that had like really nice parents. Those things are linked to like, you know, how race happens. And I feel like you have to understand that different people come from different places and they have different cultures. Different people have their own way of looking at things. And it's, this ties into like, um, you know, like parents and like what and grades and mental health. Um, but, you know, if you base everything off of one like point of view, one like if you base everything, say, for example, like on white people, you know, you can't say that your parents are unfair to you because white people's parents are like less strict with their kids. Because parents who come here who are immigrants, they don't know what things are like here in America. That that was how they grew up. So that's how they want their kids to grow up because it was effective for them. You have to understand that, you know, people aren't always going to be the same. That's not how the world works. People are not the same at all, especially if you come from different places. We all have our own you know, way, our own point of view, our own way of looking at things and our own way of dealing with things. So if you base everything off of one race, there is no way that you can say one race is more superior than another race. Do you understand? Because we're different. You know, we all have our different ways. And, you know, you can think what you want. You can say like, okay, well, we don't do this. So that you're, you're whatever you're doing is going to be different. Okay, I feel like you have to understand that you don't rule the world. The world is made out of different people. The, the world has different people. And that is what makes the world so great. Yeah. If everyone was the same, yeah, you know, you have to understand that. That's not what people are like. And I mean, I understand if you don't want people in your country to have, you know, if you don't want different people coming from other places into your country, because that does cause competition. And that does, you know, threaten like your own stance, your own racial stance in this country. But it just it just depends. Do you want your country to be better or do you want yourself to be in power all the time? It depends on what you want. And, you know, whatever you think is whatever you think. But I think people just have to understand that, you know, yeah. they don't rule the world and <laughs> the world is is made like this for a reason. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so I think that's the end of our list of topics. So I would like to end this session with a rapid fire round. Yeah. Uh, are you ready? Yeah, let's go. Okay. First question. What is one of the things that you would put on your bucket list? Ooh. Bucket list, huh? Hmm. After quarantine ends. Oh my god. Okay, after quarantine ends. Okay. That's that's a lot less. Okay. Like, <laughs> the first thing I want to do, oh, that is so hard. There's so many things. Honestly, I've kind of forgotten what it was like to like go to stores and like go outside. <laughs> Yeah, oh my god. Okay, I think the first thing is that I want to travel somewhere. I remember my mom and I were looking at like um like Japan and we were like we want to go to Japan now and and I also had to buy clothes from there because apparently according to like my friend, according to Catherine, the clothes there are like really cheap and they're like really good quality. So now I want to go buy stuff. So I'm going to go I want to go to Japan. But I specific just like in general, I want to travel. Um okay, next question. What is your dream job? Ooh, okay. Oh, that's so hard. Okay. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, I think my dream job, honestly, 
it sounds kind of dumb, but my dream job is to be an artist because I think that. Wow. Yeah, because being honestly, there hasn't been a point in my life mm -hmm. where I've been able to overcome something without, you know, the help of music. Music has just been everything in my life. It's threaded through everything. It's it's just been something that I see myself as, something that ties in everything that I've experienced. And I feel like music has impacted me so much. It has changed, That's you know, so in a way it has given me feelings. It taught me how to feel and it taught me how to live in the moment. And it just taught me so many things that I wouldn't have been able to learn at all. I wouldn't have been able to be the person who I wanted to be. And I wouldn't have done all the things that I've ever wanted to do if it wasn't for it. And I feel like being a, an artist and, you know, um, making music is one of the most selfless things that you can do in this world because you are the person who is connecting with all these other people, telling these people that, you know, you're sharing your experiences and you're sharing everything that you've been through and saying that you're not alone and it's okay and I understand you. I understand how you feel and I'm going to show you how to give it. It's so selfless and it's it's just so beautiful. It's it's Music is everything to so many people. And I feel like being an artist is probably something that would give me the most purpose and would give me the most um, meaning in my life if I actually did it to everyone else. Wow, that was beautiful. A round of applause. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, so that brings us to the end of our episode. I think this episode was amazing. You covered everything so beautifully, and I loved like how you phrased every single question. Like Every single question that you answered was phrased beautifully, and I agree a hundred percent with everything that you said and i think it was extremely helpful for our listeners um yeah thank you guys for listening if you stayed this uh this if you listened in this far um this episode is i think an extremely extremely important episode for y'all to listen to and yeah. yeah to uh go follow us on our instagrams at the social dilemma and i really really hope this episode helped all of you in because um, these issues are what we deal with on a day-to-day -day basis. So I'm re I really, really hope that this episode helped you. Thank you so much, Tanaya, for being here. Yes, thank you. I, I love being here. It's so nice to just talk about these things, you know. And remember, anyone who's listening, if I hear any of you say that you hate yourself, I will come and personally find you and kill you in your bed, okay? Never say that. I know that all of you love yourselves. I know that you're not, you're just kidding, right? You're all You're all kidding. So, yeah. Thank you. And um, this is really fun. Thanks, Siri. I really love what you guys do in The Social Dilemma. It's, it's just amazing. Yeah. I'm so glad to have you as a guest. I think you, you've been you've been like one of the amazing guests that we've had on here. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you.